0: Good morning to everyone. I would like to announce that we are hosting a fundraising party for It's Your Birthday Incorporated, where we are raising money for children in domestic violence shelters. We would like to hit a goal of $1,000, and every two listens will amount to $1 going to the fundraiser. You can come out to Skate City to Skate City in Belleville, Illinois on March 18th. Thank you for your support, and if you can't be there, we send you our warm wishes. Goodbye, everybody. hi guys i'm julian i'm preston and this This is the anderson Anderson weekly football recap Recap. the The super bowl Bowl. hello everybody and welcome back to the anderson weekly football recap so it is currently pre-game um the super bowl is just moments away currently they're doing the national anthem so let's just get some quick um let, let's just get some quick predictions now that we um now, now that the table is set and we know who's going to be playing and who's not going to be playing so mm-hmm. who do you have winning um and so who do you have winning and what is your score well honestly this is going to be this is going to be a great game mm-hmm. you have the best roster in the league in the Eagles and the best player of the league in Patrick Mahomes going head to head. This is just going to be an amazing game. It's going to be a shootout oh, offensive game blows and blows and blows and blows and blows. A lot of touchdowns, a lot yeah. of field goals. It's going to be an explosive game. It's going to be amazing to watch. Uh-huh. I recommend all of you go out here and watch this game, but for my predictions, I'm going to have to say that this might be, Actually, I don't think this is a hot take. I'm, I think I'm going to have the Chiefs winning. Mm. Chiefs by six. Mm. Chiefs by six. Now, I've got to look at it from both sides. Who has the experience? Obviously, the Chiefs do. If mm. you look at the entire Eagles starting roster, all of them were drafted. And not many of them <laughs> have playoff experience. Now, the Chiefs, they've been to three out of four Super Bowls. They have a healthy mix of veterans and rookies, so they have plenty of experience, and they know what it's like to be here. Whereas Mm -hmm. the Eagles, they easily have the most dominant team I've ever watched in the playoffs. They blew out every single team they went against in the playoffs. You can argue all you want, but they blew out every team they went against in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I think that the Eagles are going to take care of business. They're going to win 30 they're going to win let's say 36-26. I think it's going to be high scoring. Um there's it's going to be very offensive. The defense is going to be what comes down to it and when you look at both defenses, I think the Eagles have the better defense. Mm. I I I agree with you on the Eagles defense, but I think that the I think that the levels of um of experience is going to really show mm-hmm. during this game and Knowing that the Eagles have a better roster overall, even though they have less experience, uh-huh. they're still gonna they're still gonna put up a major fight. But the Chiefs, they know they know how to deal with the pressure. They've been here before. They especially Patrick Mahomes. He he's been there, uh-huh. and I think that the 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 experience levels just gonna show. So that's the reason I have the Chiefs winning. Let's say let's say thirty one to twenty four. All I'm saying is uh, you saw what happened against the Buccaneers when Patrick Mahomes played a good defensive line, and the Eagles have a better defensive line than that. So we'll see what happens. Yep, and we'll be right back at you guys with another recording right as soon as halftime hits. We'll come at you. We'll, se- we'll see how our predictions fared, and we'll give up some more predictions for the last half of the game, and we'll see you guys in about an hour. All right. We just came back from half, and what a great game so far. Oh, my goodness. I, I agree. I completely agree. Now, I did not expect that scoop and score. That scoop and score was really a momentum changer. Um, yeah. And then Patrick Mahomes got hurt. That just threw it all out of the window. That windows. just threw everything off. AJ but... Brown and Devontae Smith are absolutely cooking something different. Mm-hmm. Although Devontae Smith has gotten shoulder-checked out of this world a couple times. <laughs> Yeah, he's getting, like, thrown. He's getting hit. He's getting smacked. He's just too little. But uh, going into halftime, Eagles are up 21 to 14. 24-14. 24-14. Uh, it's way more scoring than I had initially thought uh-huh. because I thought the defense would would step up some more. And I had, as as as, as my prediction was, um, I had the Eagles winning 31 so you, you had the Chiefs winning. No, I had the Eagles wait. No, yeah. Come on. Wait, hold on. Okay, yeah, I had the I had the Chiefs winning 31 to 24. And the Chiefs are gonna have to turn something around if they want that to happen. Now they're gonna have to pitch a second half shutout, which is like very, very unlikely to happen. So honestly. It's just a great game so far. It's really hard to predict who's gonna win from here out because you don't know who's gonna come, you don't know who's gonna come out riled up, who's gonna come uh-huh. out ready to be playing, mm-hmm. and I just hope for it to be a good, for it to be more of a good game from here on out. And like you said, a second half shutout—that's just gonna be pretty much impossible to do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure they've only forced a punt one time, maybe, mm-hmm. um, except for the fumble. Um, I. I mean, you got Jalen Hurts. He already has two rushing touchdowns at this point. Mm. He already has a passing touchdown. They're lighting them up over the air. They're just spanking them on the ground. I mean, that O-line is just its a thing of beauty. I've never seen a better O-line, witnessed a better O-line. Oh, yeah. It's immaculate. Like, this is what Mm. an O-line should be. This is what, no matter what, this – if you're an O-lineman – and you want to get better? This is the game Look to watch. at the Eagles' O-line yeah. and, oh, my goodness, study them. Oh, my God, they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my goodness. And the defense just says the Chiefs in a very, very tight chokehold, and they're not letting go. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are gasping for air and not getting a single bit of it. I think, you know, I'm going to change my prediction up a little bit. I got the Eagles winning this time 39-20. to 39? 20. 39 20 they're going to get spanked i think the chiefs are going to get thoroughly spanked right now i'm going to change up and i'm going to have the eagles are at 24 points right now right mm-hmm. yeah i'm going to have the eagles winning 30 38 38 to 38 to 24. Now, I have been a blow for this reason. Now, you can't you still can't count on Patrick Mahomes. He can do what he needs to do with the time he's got. He mm-hmm. can lead a game-winning drive in 13 seconds and oh, give I him just, a whole half. I think he's going to he's going to be able to make something happen. Yeah, I just think that with that bad ankle he's got cuz he just reaggravated it. Mm-hmm. I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to have some problems because that D-line is truly terrorizing him right now. Yeah. I just think that the Eagles are just going to just, just keep it going. They're just going to spank the living crap out of the Chiefs. Yeah, but I just hope for it to be a good game from here on out. We will see y'all coming in with mm-hmm. another recording at the end of the game and see y'all in another hour. Peace. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Anderson Weekly Football What's Recap. What's guys? We had an absolutely insane Super Bowl. It's going to be a classic. It will go down in history as the second highest scoring Super Bowl of all time. It was By very, very only good. Only one point. This was almost the mo- the highest scoring Super Bowl of all time. And it was a great game. So let's not wait any longer. Let's just dive straight into it. It's everything you wanted in the Super Bowl high scoring, big hits, mm-hmm. everything you wanted. I mean, the Chiefs were down 24 to 14. I picked the Eagles. I picked the Eagles to blow them out. I had high I would say faith in blowout, but I had I really did have faith in the Eagles as well. Now I wouldn't say that I had expected the Eagles to blow them out, but I would still I still had the Eagles winning like by a long sh- well not by a long shot I would say like maybe by two touchdowns maybe ten points, but that was just an absolute shocker. The Chiefs came storming back mm-hmm. in the second half. They came back mm-hmm. down from a two touchdown deficit a two Possession deficit, and they came back and they won it. Every single possession they had in the second half was a touchdown. The Chiefs were not messing around. They Patrick were, Mahomes um, at halftime. Job. At halftime, Patrick Mahomes re-injured his ankle that he already hurt, and he still led him to, and he still led him to um, a Super Bowl title. That defense was playing out of their mind, and the Eagles' defense completely choked. Let's talk about the Eagles' defense. Number yeah, one, number one rank. Come on, like, and they you didn't get that? a single set. Number one come no on. games they everybody except for their nose tackle had over ten sacks this year. Not one person could get Patrick Mahomes. mm And they scored a touchdown off the same play, just mirrored. You had um Kadarius Tony. He oh, he yeah. he won a motion and then he went back out and then he caught it. And then they did the exact same play. Two plays later, but with Scott Moore. And they scored on both plays. And that's just crazy to me how you can make one mistake on one side of the field, not two plays later, not not even three plays, not even a whole, full, complete drive later. You make that exact same mistake. To a different person. Like, they were both absolutely wide open. No safeties, no cornerbacks, mm-hmm. no linebackers. Nobody anywhere near them. They were just on their own side of the field. In that same exact play. And they went and scored on that again. And Kadarius Tony had the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. He almost cribbed it. I thought he was going to bring it into the end zone for the first punt return. That but... was that was a creep. Kadarius Tony has no ACLs, I'm convinced. Because... <laughs> watching him his cuts are in, insane yes cuz even watching him in college he almost had his knees to the ground doing cuts and he still never tore his acl in in on the giants doing insane cuts knees to the ground no acl tears on the chiefs knees to the ground no acl tears he's just actually insane just like what the in the us. world what is this man made of now let's talk about the eagles and the the QB sneak they had at least eight QB sneaks that they converted on on and fourth and third down. I've never seen a QB sneak run to perfection so well. As an yes, offensive lineman, I kind of teared up looking at it. The offensive line, like every single QB sneak, was at least two yards past where they needed to be to convert. Mm-hmm. That was literally just it was mm, every chef's old lineman. Kiss, he was got immoculate. past the first down. Like, that was a great thing to watch. That is what football should be like. That's what an O-line should be like. Speaking of QB, Jalen Hurts... I feel so bad for Hurts, man. I mean, he got benched in college, came back and won an natty, got benched, went to a different school, and then he got drafted to the Eagles. He was sitting behind Carson Wentz. Everybody said he wasn't going to do it, and now he gets a starting chance. They go almost undefeated. They absolutely just wallop everybody in the postseason to get to here. He has three rushing touchdowns, a passing touchdown, over 200 passing yards, and he lost the Super Bowl like after all the adversity that he's had to overcome just to go to that moment, the biggest stage in all of football and lose that has to be the worst feeling feel so of bad all bad time. Jalen Hurts. I feel so so bad. I mean, J- Jalen Hurts balled out. I I fully believe he will be back. But I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, nobody can stop that dude. I mean, he is the first person since the year 1990 to win MVP and Super Bowl MVP. You know who I wish had won Super Bowl MVP? I wish um Isaiah Pacheco won it. He's what? just such a lovable player. What? He's like my favorite running back. No. He's just such a lovable player. If anybody should have won it, Jason Kelsey should've won it. Or no no no. Even even though he lost, I think Jalen Hurts should have still won Super Bowl MVP. I mean, probably You were mean, insane. If it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts would have been a lock for Super Bowl MVP. You like, saw what absolutely he, did. he Even in the loss, he dominated. Oh, my God. Jalen Hurts was insane. That defense is the reason why the Eagles lost that game. Mm -hmm. The defense is absolutely through in in the second half. And I think that if the defense could just – if the defense could just – be at least a little bit better. If they had held one touchdown, the Eagles would have won the Super Bowl. But the defense absolutely crumbled, cracked, Mm -hmm. and just they were crawling Mm -hmm. compared to how fast, how good they were in the first half. And honestly, I think as a defensive player myself, Mm -hmm. that's just a terrible thing to see. To to see a defense just completely run out of steam, even though you were up going into half. That's just the worst, Mm -hmm. worst thing ever. And especially because they had a real, real chance to win the Super Bowl. That's just – it just sucks to see. All right, now let's let's discuss some hot takes, eh? I know we haven't done the hot take session in a long time, but, I mean, why not? We decided to bring it back because it's Super Bowl week. We only have one game to, to – we only have one game to go over. So, I think we need to, you know – extend the episode a little bit, give y'all uh, something to listen to, give y'all some yeah. some, some some entertainment. Yo. So we're going to go over some hot takes that we have mm. for next season, yeah. and we are going to rate them from one is cold, ten is hot, like the hottest of hot takes. So let's get straight into it. I'm going to let you start off, actually. first one. Okay, hot take number one, Texans win it all. What are you no, talking no, joking about? Joking, that's I'm an joking. eleven. I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Texans is crazy. Um. Well, I don't think this is really hot since it's since it's gonna happen, but um, Bucks have a losing season. Yep. Hundred percent. Yep. That that that's about um, a three. The, the Chiefs. Don't get the one seed, they fall. Hmm. they fall a little bit. They fall a little bit. No, no they still make the playoffs. No, of no, make the playoffs, no, but they don't. They're get, gonna they don't win don't it by December, December, December by season. least. They will win the division by December. This is still Kansas City, you're talking about. They got, in uh, their rebuild year, in, they won the Super Bowl. In their Bowl. division, they have the Broncos, yep, trash, the uh, Chargers, right? Uh, yep, Mm-mm. and the Raiders. Trash. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. They're running the division by but, December at least. By de- yeah, by December, cause their division is absolutely garbage. And the, and then to be the Super Bowl winning, yeah. Okay, that was a terrible take. Um, I'm gonna go uh one, cause that was a terrible take. Uh, join, please take over, cause I'm fumbling the bag right now. All right. So, we got, the Broncos, <laughs> are going to trade Russell Wilson by midseason by the trade deadline. Mm, now I I don't think that's gonna happen, and here's why. See. Now Russ went to the Bron- Russ's first year with the Broncos was last year mm. and as we know we should not have let let Russ cook. Mm. He burned the kitchen. Mm. But then again, he didn't have ingredients. Facts. Mm. Facts. His, that that He, he got thrown into a random situation where number one Russ is short Offensive linemen are tall. He can't be a pocket passer and just be looking over them and trying to throw the ball. That's, That's not how he works. He gotta run around, make something happen. They are putting Russ into a situation. They need to build mm. around him. They need to have mm. his situ- they need to mm. give him mm. the ingredients mm. so that he can That's hard. so that uh-huh. he can cook. Yep. That's like taking somebody from a kitchen that has ingredients yep. to, to to a fireplace and telling them mm. cook. Mm. Cook now mm. that is unrealistic like you can 't just throw somebody into a situation like that and expect them to be the, and expect him to be a top five quarterback in uh, and expect him to be a top five quarterback like he was at Seattle whenever he had his his um his offensive coordinator catering mm. especially to his play style. Dang. That's not what they did. And now that the Broncos have, releases, have released their offensive coordinator, mm. now they can get a new coordinator mm. and that coordinator can know how to build around Russ and know how to make Russ comfortable and know how to make Russ be able to play and be able to throw and be able to run and be able to be comfortable in the Bron- in the Broncos' offense. And then mm. when, that happens, the Bro- you- okay, <laughs> when that happens, I think the Bron. Why are you... Okay, when that happens, I think the Broncos we to will be able to maybe maybe make the playoffs. I think that they ain't going to the playoffs. They're going to go 4 and 13 It might take it might 15. take a minute, but the Broncos as soon as they get Russ comfortable, are going to be a playoff team and they might never ever be be better than the Chiefs again, but still they might be at least get second in the division. Now I don't know half of what you said because, like, you, you started speaking Vietnamese, <laughs> but we just but, but we up. So I got another one. Tom Brady, and hear me out. Comes back again. Yeah, we know. One out of ten. Everybody knows that's gonna happen. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So Geno Smith, mm? runner up for MVP. Runner up for. It. Mm. Runner up for MVP. It's- Probably the hardest take I can think of. Yeah, that's that's hot. We gotta debunk this. We gotta debunk this. Now number one Go ahead and rant coach. Why would you even why? Why would you even Let say that? Let Gino Cook so come on outrageous. man. He's the he's the something chef now. So he is the chef. He's the chef. Why would you even say that? He's him. He is not. He never wrote back. He was he's literally a backup for yep. his whole career uh-huh. except for one year. I know when he won't come back player of the year, he led him to the playoffs against the forty ers but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This might be a whole different take. But Gino should not have one comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. Wow. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Hear me, wow. out, hear me out. 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 Hear me out, hear me out. That's comeback crazy. player of the year is for is like it's supposed to be players that like had had an injury the season before and they were like out for a while and then they had to come back. You hear me? Come back. That's what he did. He came back from no, being trash. No, 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 no. He had that. No, that's for injured players that came back. It's not just and are for injured great. players though. Now they should have like, 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 like a different award. Like, no. Like, do they have most improved players in award? The they should. Have no. That? They should have that. Comeback like, player, Gino most improved that. player. You come back from being bad, or you come back from injury and show out. No, that's no, why Geno won because he sucked for so long, and now he is. Absolutely that guy. That is why he won. And that is outrageous to me. I'm finna rant now. CMC, he had a strong case for comeback player of the year. He was suffering because he had to put that whole workload on his back. He kept getting hurt, tearing everything. And now he went to the playoffs. He went to the championship. But Geno Smith, for his whole career, he was less than a backup. He was a third stringer in most systems. And now he finally gets the starting job. Is a top five QB in terms of passing stats and leads the Seattle Seahawks who were crap. All the way to the playoffs. In now, a rebuild year. In a rebuild year too. They have a lot of rookies on that defense. That's the main reason why they lost. And then you also got Saquon Barkley, who was also a runner-up. He did. He he keeps getting hurt and hurt and hurt. And now he is um, top three running back in the league after his injuries. But Geno Smith has been through more. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Geno three? has been through top more. Three? Yeah, he's top three. Come on, don't. No, no. Who's it, who is it? Who is it? Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Number one. Saquon, this is in no specific order. Josh Jacobs. No specific order? Okay, sure, sure. Saquon. Okay. And CMC. Okay, that's that's, that's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. I don't even know why I question you on that because that's absolutely one hundred percent. Not even a question. Correct. That was that was an amazing list. I'm so sorry. Just uh keep keep going with what you were saying. Now, Gino won it fair and square. He deserved it more than everybody. You name anybody in this league, Gino has been through more, except for Jacoby Brissett. I am, And Deshaun Watson. Just And but, anybody on the Cleveland Browns. All right, bro. Forget but, the AFC North. Okay. Now now I think that if they should have a new award, most improved player, mm. then Gino would win that because Gino, as you said, was mm. hot garbage third string for most of his career after having so much hype going into the draft, and then he was third string most of his career. That's bad. But then to come back, go to a team in a rebuild year, be a yeah, star- I, hey hey hey, be a up, starter, up, put, up, put, up, put up and take you know that you just rebuild said? team. You know you just to up to the. You take said come back and take a rebuild. Ah, no. see, that's why he won't come back. Player of no. the year. Thank you no, for proving no, my point. No, no. Thank no, you no. much. Thank you so that's not, no. much. Oh, you, you were cooking plenty. No, the kitchen's burning down, and everybody no, right. evacuated. Okay. Now I got one. No, I got bro. one. I got all one. Right, I got one. All right, you go. No, you go. the Bears win seven games. Max, and hear me out. Here is why Chicago, and, and I'm not doing this just because you're a Bears fan. I actually had this on my mind. I'm okay. thinking about Chicago and, okay. and their whole situation. They got Justin Fields, yep. who pretty much was the best Russian quarterback last year. He's phenomenal. All around. All around. All right. All right. Pipe down, Pipe down, because because buddy. Pipe down, buddy. Pipe down, buddy. Justin <laughs> Fields, of course, he can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. He's primarily a passer. He's only using his legs because that's all he has. That's all he In do. the draft... They hold a lot of power with that first overall pick. Mm-hmm. They could either trade it mm-hmm. or use it to pick somebody very, very good. They are going to rebuild heavily. But that team will be filled with so much young talent. It might be fun to watch, sure. But I think Chicago's only going to get up to seven. They have um, a, a newer coaching staff. They've mm-hmm. go- they're have they going to have a lot of young, completely unexperienced players. Every um, Chicago, I think, I- I've seen... A lot of hype around Chicago, and a lot of Chicago fans are saying they're going to go to the playoffs. They're going to be the next powerhouse. I personally don't think they're going to get even eight wins. The Bears, they might not go to the playoffs 2023-2024 season, but they will be a powerhouse soon. Y'all got to watch Mm. out for Chicago, man. They got first-round pick. They hold all the power. They can take a... I don't know why they would take a QB because they got Justin Fields, aka Himothy, but, um,. They can they can they can really take anybody and wait what why am I saying really for they can take anybody and they will and they will absolutely build up get Justin Fields in o line get that defense built up and we are a playoff team I'm staying with my I'm staying with that I'm staying by the Bears I don't care what y'all say say all you want I'm staying by the Bears all right, buddy. we will be a playoff right, team buddy. in 2 years now I have one that 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 might happen, might not happen. It just depends on how just depends on how the coin flips. Kyler Murray will be traded. Mm. Now, you now you look at what the Cardinals got going on. They fired Cliff Kingsbury. It was bad last year. It oh my goodness. Bad, bad, bad. They they their offense is in shambles. They they might they might lose DeHop. Their old line isn't great. Zach Ertz mm-hmm. um he's he's not in his prime. JJ J. Watt retired, AJ Green retired. Their defense is in shambles. Their offense is in shambles. I don't even know how many wins they had last year, but the Chiefs had more, had more wins in Arizona than the Arizona Cardinals did. Which is just sad. That's just like, how, you, how do you let that happen? That's actually sad. Now, I think that the Cardinals are going to go for a straight rebuild because there's been a lot of Kyler Murray hype and mm-hmm. and just in like my eyes I don't think Colin Murray's living up to it completely so no, I and and not. And I know that there are a lot of QB-hungry teams. If they can't get their hands on a, on a cornerstone quarterback, Kyler Murray is going to suit them perfectly. You look at Kyler Murray, he can do whatever he wants to. If he needs to mm-hmm. run the ball, he's going to run the ball. If he needs to pass the ball, he's very effective at doing that. There's a lot of QB-hungry teams that could use Kyler Murray, and I think Kyler Murray could fit, could fit with a bunch of teams like the Colts maybe, and especially the Buccaneers. Mm, because yeah, after Tom Brady just mm-hmm, left. That's, like, Kyler Murray going to the Buccaneers would be a good fit. Um, even him going to Atlanta. I think if he goes to the Buccaneers, you give him a, a decent online. line uh, a, a young and improving defense, mm-hmm. Um, you give him Mike Evans, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, if yeah. he goes somewhere like Tampa Bay, he's going to thrive. I just think that the Cardinals are going to use him for draft capital, kind of mm-hmm. like what the Bears are doing, and try and set up a new future because they had a shot that, like, last season, 2020, they they, they were doing pretty well. It's just that they, they need to restart because the everything just went off the rails for them. Yeah. And I agree with you. After all that stuff that you listed about the Cardinals, <laughs> all the retirements, all the like, they are in a terrible like. Oh my goodness! If I like, they're in a terrible spot, and that's just the Cardinals are. They're not. They're not going to be good for a while. Uh-uh. Like they are. You you can look back at the Cardinals in six seven years because they are not looking good. They're not going to be looking good, and yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Kyler Murray might be traded. Things have to go really wrong for the Cardinals to trade him, though, because yeah. he's pretty much all they have left. They did sign up to a contract, so, he, so somebody else will have to take on the rest of that contract. But you got to think about it. Kyler Murray is very, very good. Draft picks will come along with Kyler Murray because he's very dynamic, elusive. Mm-hmm. He can throw the ball very, very well. I, I, I just think that it will make sense for the Cardinals to get rid of him because they're in a very terrible spot right now. No, I think I got one more. One more I have yeah. one last hot spicy take. The, the way I'm looking at your face right now, this looks like it's about to be real hot. The okay. Patriots mm. will fire Bill Belichick. Oh, wow. That's steaming. That's no, steaming bro. hot. And I want you to listen. Okay. Everybody listen closely. My ears are open. With Brady. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick was absolutely that guy. He was a, he he was what Andy Reid is now. Absolutely. But now without Tom Brady, he's only been to the playoffs one time, and they got stomped. They mm-hmm. got curb stomped by the Bills. Like the. And and it's just not working. They need – they're one of those teams that, that they have a very good defense. Like, their defense was absolutely top ten last year. Their offense is terrible. Mac Jones isn't getting any better. Their running game is not great. Their passing game is so, so in a bad spot. Their O-line isn't great. Now, their de- their defense is the only reason why they were on the brink of the playoffs. They have Matthew Judon. He's fossil fuels by now. <laughs> They have de- they have Matthew Judon, who almost led the league in sacks last year. They've got good linebackers. They also have a lot of young talent. They have um, Marcus Jones, I think his name is. He's playing both ways and special teams. Like Mar- Marcus Jones is that guy for real. They they have a lot of young talent, and I don't think Bill Belichick is using it right because because. I just I just don't think that scheme is working over there. I think that they're gonna get rid of Bill Belichick and try and take on a new system with that new team, that new that whole new squad because Mac Jones is not thriving with that Patriots offense, and I think there are other people that can develop him better than what Bill Belichick is doing. Well, I can't. Well, I guess we'll just we'll just wait to see if any of our predictions, any of our any of our hot takes uh-huh. come to fruition. And I guess this is the end of the segment. And just stick around. All right. Preston. Julian. What was your favorite play of the Super Bowl? My favorite play of the Super Bowl was probably... Why <laughs> don't <laughs> I take this long inhale? Okay, okay. My favorite play of the Super Bowl was probably... Isaiah Pacheco. Not, oh my god, no. No, don't even don't even do that. When he got smacked? No, not when he got smacked. That was a good play though. It's <laughs> it's just great. And I like Isaiah Pacheco, but it's just great when you see a huge hit 'cause you don't see those and you don't see those in football anymore. Now, back then, like a couple years ago, dirty. yeah, it was it was like so much big hits and I wish I wish they still had those in football, but that's not what we're here to talk about. My favorite play in the Super Bowl was probably when Isaiah Pacheco had that big run and at the end he just ran a dude over. He just ran somebody over. I love seeing those big runs, those big strong ones and Isaiah Pacheco, if you like big strong runs then Isaiah Pacheco is a guy that you wanna look at. He runs because like his he's at He the he's mad at like he's kicking the ground. It's like that's not a normal way to run. He'd be angry. <laughs> like, I don't know why he's so mad, but he just is. Now, my personal favorite play was towards the end when Patrick Mahomes scrambled for, like, 15 yards. After um, having a re-injured ankle? Oh, yeah. He pretty much put the game away with that. that I mean, there was controversy the controversy, though. No, no, no. It, it was the hold that 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 really had all the questions but Patrick Mahomes pretty much iced the game in his own way cuz then they were able to um do whatever they felt like with the clock now now that hold that that hold everybody says is ruined the super bowl but there was another angle that came out and it was clearly a holding yeah but, and and uh I think his name's James Bradbury. Is that yeah. his name. Yeah, he came out himself and said that he was holding. Like he literally said yeah. that in the interview. He said he came out and he Told the truth. He said that he was holding, and it was a and it was a good call. It was the right call. And even though it was a mistake, he came out and he said the real thing. And that's real sportsmanship right there. Yep. That's a real. That's a real. Per, that's a real. A real good person that would come out even though his mistake cost a lot. That he would come out and admit that he did something wrong and mm-hmm. apologize for it instead of just ducking it. That's actually a real, a real man, a real. A, 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 a good guy. Yes, a good guy. That's what I'm trying to say. Hello, everybody. We are excited to announce that we are going to a vendor fair. That means we will make a pop-up shop, advertiser show, and sell t-shirts. The date is March 4th, and it will last from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. The location is at Cahokia Heights Fitness and Community Center. I ask if you can come out and support your favorite football source. Goodbye, everybody, and I hope you have an excellent day. Okay, and that is all for today's show. We will be back next week to see our predictions fared and to see what more we can take away to become a better football player. This has been the Anderson Weekly Football Recap, and we will see you later as, long as we do our homework.